Hey, this is Greg Harvey, pastor at Embrace Church. Enjoy today's message and subscribe so you don't miss out on any upcoming sermons. Behold, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside, and the birds came and devoured them. Some fell on stony places where they did not have much earth, and they immediately sprang up because they had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. And some, some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them, but others fell on good ground and yielded a crop, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Let, let me, I'm going to skip down to verse 18, because not every time does Jesus explain a parable, but he does on this one. So I, I want to skip down to verse 18, because it says, Therefore, hear the parable of the sower when anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart this is he who received a seed by the wayside but he who received the seed on stony places this is he who hears the word immediate and immediately receives it with joy yet he has no root in himself, but endures only for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, immediately he stumbles. Now, he who received seed among the thorns is he who hears the word, and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and he becomes unfruitful. But he who received the seed on good ground is he who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and produces some a hundredfold, some sixty and some thirty. And before your seed, will you tell your neighbor, I'm hundredfold material? Come on, just, just tell him that. Just tell him, I'm, I'm hundredfold. I'm I'm. Y'all aren't, y'all aren't saying it with pride. Come on, I, maybe, maybe, maybe tell them I'm 60. I'm, I'm, I'm at least a 60 out of this. And you, you can be seated this morning. I want to preach to you on just check the soil. Because in this parable, Jesus is really speaking about the soil portion. The soil of a heart. That here God scatters the seed, but whether it grows and how it grows depends on the soil it lands on. And I've always heard this in a, in a way that, that, that really is, is that each person represents a soil. And, and it's true, I mean, how he explained it, it is, it's true that, that each person represents a soil that sometimes 
the seed that he scatters falls on 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 just just ground that doesn't even receive it and the birds come and they snatch it and and it never has a chance to grow and some sometimes it just falls on rocky soil and and those people have no root system so they might spring up a little bit but but they're in and they're out and that that kind of explained in the church world for us that that are spiritual or we you know they just didn't have a root system they might have come and they got came to the altar but they it didn't take because they just didn't have a root system they were rocky soil and sometimes, I mean, there's others that, 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 that just gets choked by the, by the worries of the world and the riches of the world and that chokes out the seed and they don't ever produce anything. And, but then there's some who we all secretly believe we are, that we're the good ground. Come on, I'm good ground. I'm good soil. I'm, I'm that hundredfold produce I'm the or the 60 or the 30 I'm I'm a I'm a producing so the ones that we always we all believe we're that we can judge everybody else at what they are but we're the good ground is what we tend to say we are no I've never met anybody that says I'm bad ground I'm just bad soil no we'll say about everybody else but but we're the good ground but but I wonder as I read this because I begin to think, what if the soil, which it does, really represents our heart? And our hearts are focused and everything comes out of our heart. And that there's some days in my life that if I'm honest, my heart's not good soil. And that I've got to constantly check the soil because there's some days uh, in my life that God will will try and scatter seed on me uh, and and I never receive it I'll go days without ever receiving any and it's not because God's not scattering he's scattering the seed uh, but I don't receive it and I just paid no attention to it and everything distractions came and snatched it away from me and then there's some days that I just wake up and and and, and I and I think I might be good soil because something something rises up in me uh, but 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 it just doesn't seem to take because of a little hardness in my heart so so I don't get any roots down in and when the heat of the day comes uh, and stuff begins to happen it gets burned up and anything that was planted just withers away and then sometimes in my life there's certain days that that the worries of this life just came to came to come to choke it and I don't produce anything even though I I had a seed that take root a little bit but it chokes out and then there's some days that I seem productive and it produces what I'm saying is sometimes uh, if I'm honest with myself and if you're honest with yourself you're all of these soils and whether or not what you are the most depends upon how you treat your heart and where your focus is because I can check my soil every day and I can make sure that I'm providing him good soil to drop seed in so, so I want to look at this a little bit and, and, and as we check our soil and just look at this and, and see what he's really saying to us. Because he said that the seed fell, that, that, that as he scattered seed, as he scattered the seed, he scatters it, it's fallen everywhere. He, he's not a God who, who just, just, just leaves you out. It's hitting everybody. He's scattering it. 
He's scattering around. He's, he's not just focused totally on you. He's scattering the seed. But it said on that first one that some seed fell along the path. And it got snatched up by the birds. It got snatched. You know, if we're not careful, we'll get seed that gets snatched. Seed that just gets snatched. You know, some of you, before you even get home, it'll get snatched. Before it even has an opportunity to take root in your life, it'll get snatched. Something will happen. Something will, will happen. You'll, 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 you'll start driving home and you'll, you'll get on that God-awful freeway and somebody will cut you off. And that seed that was planted in you while you were here gets snatched up before you even get home. You're mad. And you can't think of anything else but that moment. You see, see if, if I'm honest here, there's some days in my life, and maybe you can relate. God will plant a seed. He'll, he'll scatter it. He'll, he'll scatter it. And He'll drop something in. And man, it feels good. He'll, he'll drop in. I don't know if this ever happens to you. I, I hope it does so I don't feel like the only heathen. But He'll drop something in me. And I'll get excited about it. And I'll go, I'll go to the computer or I'll go to my phone. I want to do a word search on it and just see what's happening. And I open up my phone and I look and I go, oh my goodness, I've got like seven unread emails. And I hate to have those numbers by my phone on apps. That drives me crazy. And, and just looking right now, if y'all just wait, I've got to delete some emails, honestly. There is like eight on this. That's why I don't preach with a phone. And 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 I've got I've got two text messages. My sister's in the hospital right now, so so it's all the kids checking. So I need to see what they. She's not. She's she's. I'll, I'll go see her later. Okay, she's she's getting better, but. And and then and then then after I check emails and messages. That little F, that little blue icon with an F in the middle, I just instinctively push it. And then I get to see, oh, there's a cool picture of our e-kids up. That's awesome that Natalie posted. And, and I'll go scrolling. And then there's a messenger icon there, and I've got, I've got one. I need to see what that is. Oh, it's my mom. Of course. And then I tend to like maybe play a game since I'm on my phone. And before you know it, the seed that I went there to the first place to check out done got snatched by distractions. Come on, is that, does that ever happen to you? I was, I was going to, he dropped a seed and it was going to be a good seed, but, but before it ever had a chance, the enemy coming snatched it. I never had an opportunity, it never had a chance to grow in me. 
It was good. It wasn't that the seed was bad. The seed was good. The seed, if somebody else got it, they would have let it nourish and it would have been something within them. But, but I just lost it because, because I let the enemy come and distract me. And before it even had an opportunity, it got snatched from me. And and the problem is the problem why this happens uh, in my life and why it happens in you uh, is the problem is I only saw it as a seed. I just saw the seed. So when God scatters the seed, we only see it as a seed and we don't see it as its full potential. If we saw it as the fruit that it was going to produce, we would have guarded it more. Come on. If we saw it as as what it was going to be, if we saw it as the outcome of what it was going to be and what it would produce in my life, that that the, 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 the joy that I've been praying for, I would have produced the fruit of joy. But, but I only saw it as a seed. I didn't see it as a fruit. And since I just saw it as a seed, I paid no attention to it. I neglected it. But God, God doesn't plant a tree. We want a tree. We want Him to plant a tree in our life. Life when we're going through something, we want him to, to plant, plant this so it's big already. He doesn't do that. He plants a seed and it's our job to nourish it. And when I only see it as a seed, I neglect the potential that it has. You see, see, see the, the reason the enemy snatches it from you. Is because he saw it for what it is. He saw it as potential. He saw it as something that, that will produce. So the enemy comes by and he says, I better get that. Because if I let that grow, it's going to be something. It's, it's going to change them. And the enemy sees more potential in what God's planting in you than you see. So you allowed to get snatched because a seed is something in potential form. And whenever a moment is snatched from us, what happens is we lose the potential that lied within it. Now we never know. We never, never know the divine opportunities that are missed because of a simple distraction. Get a seed that says, 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 hey, you need to check on that person. Give them a call. And we just pass it on. We never know the divine moment that was lost because we didn't let the seed sink in. We didn't do what the seed asked us to do. And it's not that it wasn't good seed. Listen, it it, it grows. It grows in somebody else. You know, some, some of you will leave this morning and, and it'll get snatched and somebody else will leave this morning and it'll grow. It's not that the seed doesn't grow. It's not that the seed isn't good. It's that my heart wasn't ready for it. My focus wasn't there. 
and it got snatched. So there was, there was some seed that got snatched, but then there was some other seed that it got scorched. I've got to put my phone down because right now my sister really is in the hospital, and it's like they can hear me, and, and they're in a group text. Do you ever get kidnapped in a group text? Oh, my goodness. And it's just buzzing like crazy right now. So there, I'm done with that illustration. If not, that's all I'll think about. That's how much, how easy I get distracted. Well, there's some that gets, just, that gets snatched, but then there was other seed that said that it got scorched. That, that it fell on soil that was a little rocky. And because the soil was rocky... Well, because there was stuff within my life that kind of got in the way, I didn't tend my soil. And there were some rocks in there. And there were some hard things in there that I didn't want God to deal with. I didn't want Him to tend this. So, 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 so it might have sprung up a little bit. But, but it says when the heat of the day comes, when the, when the tribulations come, it, it died because it had no root system. In other words, this, this, is, this is those moments that you're living this superficial, shallow level. Come on. I know you never get like that. I know you never get like that. That you're busy, but unfruitful. I know you, I know, I'm talking to people who aren't here, evidently. Because I know, I know you're never like this, that you're busy, but unfruitful. People that are busy, we're busy all the time. We're busy, busy, busy. But, but we're not producing anything. We'll go days busy, but not producing Busy, but unfruitful. We know how to fix the world, but we can't fix our own problems. Come on now. I'm, I'm just talking. I'm just talking. We're not rooted. And we look at everything else because we're so shallow at times. That we'll look at everybody else's life and I could fix that. I, I could tell you what you need to do in your life because you're, you're messed up a little bit. And I could fix you. But my life, I'm living in chaos at times. And I don't know how to fix my own life. But I'll, but I'll be so shallow to try and fix your life. No root system. Busy, busy body. But no fruit. Busy, busy all the time, but no fruit. Busy going here and there. Why, why our families are in a mess? Because we're busy. We'll go to this ball game and that ball game and this school function and that function. And we're busy, 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 but no, no real relationship. No, no root. And families being destroyed that are busy, but no fruit because there's no root will post a spiritual post on facebook a scripture of how god loves me and our next post will be oh my goodness i wish i hadn't seen that 
Because there's shallow. Shallow level. No root system within what I'm what I'm telling you I'm telling you I'm telling you you got to get anchored to it you got to get anchored to you've got to get anchored to his word you've got to get some root system within you that will get stuck down so when trials come and tribulations come that you don't wither away because you're anchored to a root system and we wonder why our kids why are kids that 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 that, that, that they don't they don't want to go to church? They don't they don't want anything to do with God. They don't want because because we 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 failed to get them rooted. We put everything else more important than God, and we wonder why they don't think of God as important. You better get them rooted. come to church this week and you get all excited and you leave and that was the best sermon oh my goodness I'm bragging on myself right now since you're not you're as quiet over there you get excited oh I'm not missing again that was so good it springs up but because it has no root next week Bobby's sick And the whole family stays home to take care of Bobby. Bobby's really not that. If it was a school day, you would make him go. But it's church and it's, oh, we'll stay home. We'll take care of you. We're all. Next week, the kids ask. You you fix them breakfast and then you ask them, do you want to go to church today? Do you want to go to church today? My goodness. My dad never asked me if I wanted to go to church. My questions were, do you want to go with me or with mom? Because we're going to church. Do you want to go to church? You don't give them choices on anything else but that. That church, you give them a choice. Do you want to go to church? You don't give them a choice on where we're going to eat after. You don't give them a choice of whether or not they go to school or not. But church, churches, do you want to? What I'm I'm saying is uh, you'll put everything else as more important and then you wonder why they're not rooted. You put... You yourself will put everything else more important. And then you wonder why when the trials come and the tribulations come, you find yourself falling out here and there. I'm telling you, the problem is that you're not allowing the roots to get sunk down deep into Him. And you better get yourself rooted if you're going to stand. It's a root system. It's not that the seed wasn't going to grow and produce. It's that you didn't allow it to take root. That you let everything else get in the way. The hard stuff, the rocky stuff, the stuff you didn't want to deal with. You let it get in the way and then you wonder why. Why you go through it. Because you got to get rooted you got to till some things. you got to check that soil, till some things so you get rooted in Him. So, so there was some seed that got snatched away. There was some that got scorched. 
But then there's some other seed that got choked out and it didn't produce anything. It began to grow. It began to grow, but, but it was thrown in the thorns. And it's, he said the thorns represented the cares of the world. The cares of the world. So it might, it, it might have started to grow, but it didn't produce anything because the cares of the world choked out the fruit. The cares. The, the cares of the world. Another translation put it this way. It said the worries of life. Notice, notice it isn't life itself, but it's the worries of life. That chokes it out. It's the thought of what might happen that chokes us. It's, it's not life itself, but it's the thought of what might take place. The worries. You ever get choked out on the worries? What if your mind racing? What if what if this happens? And all of a sudden, your 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 focus isn't on his ability, but it's on what might take place. And all your focus is on the worries, and what God's trying to produce in you is. It feels like you're being choked, doesn't it? When the worries start happening. It feels like I can't breathe. And there's moments in my life. I've, there's been seasons where I didn't harvest anything because of whew, worry seasons that I got choked. What if, what if they do this? If they do this, then that will happen. If they said this, then this will take place. And I start going all the scenarios. I've never produced when I was worrying. Never. Never. There's never been a moment that I worried so much that I produced love. No, usually when I'm worrying so much, was it I produce a quick temper? Because the fruit of the Spirit done got choked. Never in my worry moments did I produce joy. If anything, I was down and I was bitter because I allowed the worries to choke out anything that God wanted to produce. It's the worries of life. The worries of life. The worries of life that choke me out. But it wasn't just the worries of life. He said the, it's the worries of life and the deceitfulness of riches is what choked them out. The deceitfulness of riches. 
And I know you're thinking, well, good, now finally he's on something that won't bother me because I'm not rich. That's for the Bill Gates and the Elon Musk of the world. But, but you know, I, I, I begin to realize I've got a lot more stuff than other people have. And notice it's not the riches that chokes you. It's the deceitfulness of riches. Because there's nothing wrong with money. Money's not the root of all evil. The love of money is the root of all evil. It's not riches. Riches isn't the problem. It's the deceitfulness of riches. That if I just had this, then I would be happy. Oh, come on now. If I just had this, my neighbor got a new car. If I had a new car, then I'd be happy. Here I am driving around in this beat up car. My neighbor's in a nice... If I just had a pool, my goodness, somebody just got a pool. If I got a pool, then I'd be happy. If I just, if I had a bigger house, then, then I would be happy. If I had, if I just had, so my deceitfulness of riches, I'll work harder and I won't see my family. I'll spend more time doing and all, everything just so that I can get more because I think if I get more, if I get more, if I get more, then finally I'll be happy if I just get more money in my savings account. If I just get this, if I just, then finally, finally, and it's never enough because the deceitfulness chokes me, chokes me out. And, and I look at my life at the end and I don't have the fruit that I was after the whole time. I wanted this, but I never got it because the deceitfulness choked me. Not only does it, it really chokes me because when I'm pushing for all of it and I can't get it, that's all I think about. And then the stress of getting it and the stress of keeping it. Oh, sometimes the stress of keeping it's worse than the stress of getting it. Because I wanted to reverse, reverse it anyway, and I bought it before I could afford it, so now I've got to work just to pay for it. And the stress of keeping it chokes me out as much as anything. The deceitfulness, the deceitfulness, the cares of the world, the cares of this world, the worries of life and the deceitfulness of riches chokes me out before I ever get to produce. I might have it all, but I'm bitter. I might have it all, but my family doesn't want anything to do with me. I lost them a long time ago in the chase. Come on. Come on now. Well, I'm, I'm telling you, check the soil. Check the soil. Check the soil. There's seed that wants to grow, but you got to check it. I want to give you one more and not, 
And, and I know you're thinking, man, get to that producing 160 and 30-fold because I want to feel better. No, I'm not going to talk about that. We all want that. But, but he gave another parable. I'm going to close with this one. He gave, he gave one more parable right after. In verse 24. We're on the same line. He said this. He said, another parable he put forth to them saying, The kingdom of heaven is like. Always pay attention when it says the kingdom of heaven is like. He's letting you in on a secret. Said the kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, the enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But when the grain had sprouted and produced a crop, then the tares also appeared. Now, if the first seed was snatched and the second seed was scorched, the third was choked, this was sabotaged. That when it was planted, good seed, good seed, good seed. Can, can I just tell you, good God, specifically, this time he wasn't scattering this time he was specific. He sowed good seed. He was intentional where it was going to be sowed. This is different than just every day when he's kind of scattering. What I'm telling you is every one of us has a destiny that God planted in you. Every one of us has a purpose that God planted in us. Every one of us has a dream. It might have been a long time. You might have not even thought about it for a long time, but you've got a dream. He put a call. He put something in you that inner. He planted a destiny within you. He planted it was good seed. And the enemy knows something. The enemy, the enemy knows he cannot pull out what God planted in you. He can, he can get the little seeds that he's scattering if you allow him, but he can't take what God planted in you. If he could, he would. But since he can't, here's what he does. He plants tares, weeds, other things around it. So that when it begins to grow, and there's something about tares, 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 looks like wheat but it's a weed so when the tares are growing with the wheat you can't tell the difference until until it gets to the to the point of producing the wheat will produce the tares won't that's why if you read it later if you read it later 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 the, inst the instruction was don't don't pull it out yet we'll pull it out whenever we harvest don't do it yet because we might pull wheat going after the tares so the the tares look good it looks right here's what the enemy here's what the enemy does 
I don't see my destiny. I see the wheat, the, the weeds. I see what the enemy planted, and it looks good. Yeah, a dream was put in you. There's something within you that God put in you. But if you're not careful, you'll allow the enemy to distract you that you never see your purpose. He can't pull that purpose out of you, but he can put other things around it so that I don't even see it now. I can't tell the difference between what's God's and what's... And the distraction is so subtle, it looks good. But in the end, it won't produce. And I'll go chasing my weeds. He knows this, watch. It said that the enemy did this while he was sleeping. And then he just left. He knows he doesn't, he doesn't have to tend to the tears. You'll water them yourself. So the enemy knows, knows you might, might have a, a calling and a purpose, so he plants a seed of bitterness right by it. Because he knows if that bitterness grows, you'll never see your purpose, and you'll water it yourself. And we don't even know it's a bitter root. It's just a seed of offense that produced a bitter root that came up. Or a hurt. Plants all these things around. He plants, he'll plant your past, your mistakes, your mess ups. And you'll never see your purpose. And you don't think you have a purpose anymore because all you see are the tears. The tears are tearing you up. I never produce. I never produce. Here's what I want to tell you this morning. It happened while he was sleeping. Can I tell you this morning? Wake up. Don't sleep on your destiny. Don't sleep on your purpose. Don't sleep on your seed. Don't sleep on what God's wanting to do in you. Refocus. Get the attention back. Refocus. Don't sleep on it. Tend it. Nourish it. It will produce. I promise you, just don't sleep on it. Because if you sleep on it, you'll lose it. Thanks for joining us today. Please share this podcast. Have a great week and make an impact on those around you.